Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Living Daily Relationships, Episode 41. Afraid to ask someone out? Read this by Dr. Lisa Hoplock with ScienceOfRelationships.com. And I'm Joss Murray, your host and personal narrator. This is the show where I read to you from some of the best relationship blogs on the planet every single weekday for free. Today I have a post from a guest author with scienceofrelationships.com, and it's actually the first time we've ever read any content from Dr. Lisa Hoplock, so we're super eager to share it with you. Her article is all about the science behind asking people out and the hesitations that all too often arise in the heat of the moment. If you're someone who may be struggling with asking that special someone out on a date, Join our Facebook group to get support from others who may be going through the same exact thing that you are. Just search for Optimal Living Daily Podcasts. And with that, let's hear today's post as we start optimizing your life. Afraid to Ask Someone Out? Read this by Dr. Lisa Hoplock with ScienceOfRelationships.com. Bob is interested in dating Anne and thinks that they could really click but he is unsure whether Anne feels the same way. As a result, Bob is afraid to make a move on Anne because he doesn't want to be rejected. So, Bob plays it cool, thinking that his interest is obvious to Anne and waits to see if Anne will ask him out. Anne, who is interested in Bob, is also worried about being rejected, and so she also plays it cool and waits to see if Bob will ask her out. They are both holding back because they each fear rejection, but because neither of them makes a move, they both assume each is disinterested in the other. They also both think their worries about rejection and interest in dating are obvious. Alas, Bob and Anne never end up dating because they both waited for the other to make the first move, and when the move didn't happen, they assumed the other was disinterested. You may have experienced versions of this scenario in your own life, or seen it played out on TV or in movies. In this post, I describe research on how the fear of rejection affects how people think and behave when trying to start a new relationship, what researchers refer to as relationship initiation. A few months ago, I wrote about how self-esteem affects behavior during relationship initiation. To recap, men with lower self-esteem versus those with higher self-esteem tend to use more indirect flirting, for example, leaning toward the other person, as opposed to direct flirting, such as expressing interest in spending time with the other person when there is a high risk of rejection compared to when there is a low risk of rejection. People in general tend to think that they are more likely to be nervous than others when initiating a relationship, 
and that they are more likely than others to not pursue a relationship with someone due to fear of rejection. This tendency for people to think that they're the only ones who fear rejection can affect their behavior and how they interpret the behavior of others. When people are unsure about whether or not another person is romantically interested and they're nervous about it, they might do things like decide to wait for the other person to make the first move or withdraw. For example, stop talking with the hopes that the other person will pursue them. The scenario at the start of this article gives an example of this phenomenon. Both Bob and Anne were romantically interested in each other, but they were both worried about being rejected and waited for the other to make the first move. Neither Bob nor Anne ended up initiating, and so a romantic relationship between them never formed. Part of what happened was that they failed to consider the fact that the other person could be nervous too. Bob did not talk because he wanted to see if Anne would talk, but he interpreted Anne not talking as meaning that she was not interested in him. People give alternate explanations for their own behavior versus the behavior of others. Consider another example, from Bob's perspective. If he asks Anne what she's doing next weekend, then he feels like he's conveying his romantic interest in a direct manner. But if she asks him what he's doing next weekend, then to him that could mean anything and doesn't necessarily mean that she's romantically interested in him. In other words, Bob is giving different explanations for his own behavior in comparison to Anne's behavior, even though Anne's behaving in the same exact way as him. Another part of what's happening in the scenario that started this article is the people who are worried about being rejected, like people with lower self-esteem who are anxiously attached, or even people who are just reminded of a time that they were rejected, tend to think that their flirting is more obvious than it really is, and that other people will take their nervousness about being rejected into account when interpreting their behavior. In one series of studies, researchers compared participants' true romantic feelings with how much interest participants thought they had conveyed and with how much interest they actually conveyed. Guess what they found? None of the ratings matched up for people who were worried about being rejected. For example, the researchers asked Bob how interested he was in Anne and how much he thought he made his interest obvious to Anne. And they asked Anne how interested Bob was in her. It turns out that when Bob was very interested and very worried about rejection, he thought that Anne knew that he was at least somewhat interested, but in reality, Anne thought that Bob was not interested. When Bob was less interested in Anne or less worried about rejection, then he was more accurate in rating how much interest he had conveyed. This research provides insight into why some people continue to be lonely. They think that they are expressing more interest in others than they really are, that their nervousness is more obvious than it really is, and that others will take their nerves into account when, in reality, others interpret their behavior as indicating disinterest. Furthermore, people fail to consider the fact that the person with whom they're interacting might also be worried about rejection and that the other person might also be holding back. So the next time you find yourself talking to someone you're interested in and you are worried about being rejected, remember that your interest might not be very obvious and that the other person might be worried about rejection too. You just listened to the post titled, Afraid to Ask Someone Out? Read this by Dr. Lisa Hoplock, 
with signsofrelationships.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Dr. Lisa Hoplock spends time researching how personality traits, like self-esteem and attachment, influence interpersonal processes, such as relationship initiation and marriage proposals. Call me old-fashioned, but I was always a girl who enjoyed being courted by a man back in my dating years. So, while I would give off clear signs of interest, I did prefer for them to initiate the steps in the dating process. So, I guess I or anyone else who enjoys being courted will never know how many dates they possibly missed out on because we just prefer not to make and initiate the next steps in the dating process. I was very lucky, however, to end up with a man who did court me. He always opened the door for me. He still does to this day. He always makes sure I'm warm enough and will put his jacket around my shoulders. He asked me out, and those are just a few of the reasons why I'm so lucky to be with Lee. Again, if you're romantically interested in someone, but you're perhaps a little too hesitant to ask them out, join our Facebook group. You'll be able to share your story with other like-minded individuals who could likely offer you some advice. Plus, it always feels good to know that you're not alone. And without further ado, I'm going to bid you all farewell. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope to see you again tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.